Hello, beloved. Welcome to Bible Prophecy, What We Need to Know. And specifically, uh, welcome to this podcast where we are going to take a look at a few things that's happening in the world that I believe is important for us to understand. Specifically, within the context of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, where it says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. So I would like to expose the works of darkness that we are witnessing in this world. Actually, we should not even talk about the things that happens in secret. But unfortunately, there's so many things that are not happening in secret anymore. It is now mainstream. And I would like to share one of them with you in this podcast. Now, let me just remind you of a passage of scripture where it says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, it says, but understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. This is the uh, ESV, the King James says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. And this, this word perilous times is basically has the meaning of the two. You remember the, the two demon possessed men in Matthew chapter eight. Now, these two demon possessed men uh, is basically describes the what perilous times is. Demon possession it talks about going off your head, not being logical, not but being evil. Um, the you know the the savage nature of these demon possessed people, uh, these, these demon possessed men. That's what it means to be in perilous times. Now, Paul was speaking about from the time when Jesus Christ ascended into heaven. That's when the last days basically started. And it's going to continue until the Lord Jesus Christ returns. But I believe as we continue, or as we get closer to the return of Christ, the more and more we are going to see these perilous times. We are going to see, I I really do believe, we're going to see more and more demon possession. We're going to see more and more wickedness. We are going to see more, I'm going to say, savageness. We're going to see people's natures change. Uh, it's, It's going to become very very bad on this earth and it's going to be like in the days of noah remember in the days of noah uh, the world was wicked continuously it was a never-ending wickedness evilness that was on this earth now unfortunately and this is what paul is prophesying about the last days under inspiration of the holy spirit and he says for men will be lovers of themselves they will be lovers of money they will be boasters and proud and blasphemers They will be disobedient to their parents. They will be unthankful. They will be unholy. Remember this one. They will be unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers. They will not have self-control. They will be brutal and they will be despisers of good. They will be traitors and headstrong and haughty and lovers of pleasure rather than being lovers of God. And they will have a form of godliness, but they will not have the power the transforming power of the Holy Spirit that regenerates a a sinner and makes that sinner a believer and then changes that believer into the image and likeness of Christ, changing that person's character to become more and more Christ-like. That will not be seen in the world that we're living in. Now, just quickly, I I read an article. And this article is about this, they, they say in the heading of the article, Uh, A new popular British dating series uh, features full frontal nudity. Now, I don't want to talk about these things. 
But this is now mainstream. The article starts off by saying uh, this, the name of this uh, British dating series is Naked Attraction. And it says that this British reality dating series it's, was recently added to Max in the United States of America, where contestants basically appear fully nude. And it has now become the number one uh, on the streamer's top 10 series list. Beloved, it, it, is, it is shocking. It's heartbreaking when you think about it that in the United States of America, many profess to be Christian. Many profess to know Christ. Many profess to be so-called born again. But yet, when you look at something like this, it is number one on the streamer's top 10 series list. Now, obviously, we know that there are so many people caught up in the grips of pornography, uh, whether it is men or women or whether it is pastors or whether it is um, people that are not saved, the unsaved, as well as those who profess to know Jesus Christ. It's like a pandemic. It's, it is a serious problem in, in the in the world today, especially I'm talking about the Western world. I do believe it's going to be a problem in the East as well, but I, I won't know. But in the Western world, it is a really a big, big problem. Now, this naked attraction is basically a, a show where you date someone. Apparently, this is what the article says where you date somebody but you don't see the person's face in the beginning what they do is they stand in little cubicles uh, i i haven't seen the show i'm just looking at the picture that's in front of me there's like a cubicle and then they start off with the feet to expose the feet and then they go up at the end they expose the person's head beloved this is frontal nudity in in all its fullness my question is and this is where I want to get back to the Bible. That's where I, I would like to expose this because Christians are also going to look at these things. Where does this whole idea of nudity come from? Is nudity a sin? Is it a sinful behavior? Is it evil? Is it wicked? Let me tell you, when God created Adam and Eve, He created them and they were naked. Scripture teaches us in, the, in, in Genesis. So they were naked, but they were not shy. They, they, wouldn't, they didn't have a problem with one another because of their nakedness. But what happened the moment they were disobedient to God? They realized they were naked. Because now they had the knowledge of good and evil. And what is the first thing they realize? They're naked. Which means there's a problem that they've realized. Their conscience immediately told them that their nakedness is a problem. Their nakedness is not supposed to be, especially in the state that they found themselves in at that specific moment. So what did God do? God immediately took an innocent animal, he killed that animal, and he took the, the animal's skin, and he clothed Adam and Eve. Why did he do that? To cover them, to cover their nakedness. So the institution of clothes or where clothes comes from and the fact that, that uh, Christians or God's people, those who are created in God's image, that they should wear clothes, comes from God. God is the one who slaughtered an animal 
and took the innocence of that animal and covered the wicked um, sin of Adam and Eve. It comes from God. So as we continue in civilization and we become so, um, how can I say, civilization develops so much apparently. Why is it that we are now moving back to this kind of thing? Nudity and pornography and and all these kind of things and uh, people that are half naked on billboards and all these kind of things. Why are we moving back to that? Beloved, I believe that as as a society goes deeper and deeper into sin, into the works of darkness, as they continue deeper and deeper into sinful behavior, immorality, when it comes to all the kind of sins, sexual, yeah, sexual immorality and all these kind of things, the deeper they go into wickedness and evil, you're going to see that nudity will increase. Sexual immorality, pornography will increase. And what we're seeing now is, in, in this dating series, as they call it, how far society is with regards to, um, let's say, evil, wickedness, sinfulness. They are supposed to cover their nakedness. But, no, they don't do it. Because they are so deeply rooted in sin. Their conscience has been seared to such an extent that they do not even listen to their conscience anymore. Remember that every single person on the face of this earth has got a conscience. Anyone that is, uh, I can say, was born in the image of God or created in the image of God, born uh, as a human being, created in the image of God, every single person has a conscience. But that conscience has been seared to such an extent that they no longer see the difference between good and evil. And what does the scripture teach us with regards to how should we dress? We should dress mod- modestly. That's the way we should dress. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that we need to dress like, um, like certain people, you know, from head to toes, completely covered and just the eyes sticking out. That's not necessary. Modesty means that everything that needs to be covered up in, on the person's body is covered up so that at the end of the day I can go before God with with joy and gladness with how can I say without feeling um, ashamed or anything like that because that's what Adam and Eve felt immediately after they sinned they felt ashamed of their nakedness because now they got to face God nude before it wasn't a problem what was the difference what made the difference the difference was sin they sinned And nudity became an expression of that sin. Beloved, so if the world starts chasing after nudity, we need to understand where it comes from. It comes from uh, sin. It comes from our sinful nature. But God is the one who told us to cover ourselves. Well, God is the first one who covered Adam and Eve. And you will find in pagan civilizations or pagan um, uh, people groups, those who are, how can I say, prone toward nakedness or very being very, very um, scarcely dressed, the moment Christianity comes in and the moment Scripture comes in and the moment God's moral law comes in and uh, the moment their evil works are exposed, what do they do? They cover themselves. They, they will start wearing clothes, modest clothes, clothes to 
to show even through what they wear that they want to glorify God. And because God is the one who covered the sin of Adam and Eve, we also cover our nakedness out of respect for God and because we understand the curse that came upon mankind because of their sin. And, and as long as people are modest, that means their conscience is still active. But the moment they start undressing, you can know that their conscience is no longer um, active. Their conscience has been seared. They, they no longer listen to their conscience. I, I wanted to share this with you in, in exposing the works of darkness. That's why Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, he says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, which means we should not join in those things, but instead what we should do is we should expose them. And that's exactly what I wanted to do in this specific situation with regards to nudity. Okay, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can know that your word is clear, that we can expose these words of uh, works of wickedness. But thank you that you have interceded even when Adam and Eve sinned and you covered their nakedness, Father. And thank you so much that we can also cover our nakedness. And you've given us a promise that we will always have clothes to wear if we need it because uh, you will provide it. And Father, I pray in Jesus' precious name, as we expose the works of wickedness, uh, will you enable us and help us not to bring any of those worldly things, any of those things into the church, so that at the end of the day, we may be a holy people, a royal priesthood, people called for your name's sake, and people who are holy and live holy lives. May that be true in our lives, we pray, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, thank you very much for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And may he give you his peace, God willing. Until next time, bye-bye.